0: Welcome
1: back to The Soulful Eclectic. So we had the first part of Jermaine Shoulders' testimony, is what I'm going to call it, because he has such a great story. So now we're going to wrap up with the second part as he tells us how he started writing Shades of Violence, Colors of a Survival, a stage play, and um, how that, he's going to finish telling us, honestly, how that came to part, um, came to play
2: yeah so as i was saying that was the you know first uh long form script i had written um in years and years and um actually at that time when she commissioned me to do it she loved it she loved the script she loved it and it immediately brought her to tears um and she asked me how did i know Cause she only, she didn't tell me very much about her life, you know, other than that, you know, um, and I said, I, I didn't, I just did some research as writer would do. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I know I wasn't in that environment, you know, um, I just used education to mm-hmm. figure it out, <laughs> Right, it right. Out, you know? And so she just, and the amazing thing about it, how I knew, that this was where I was supposed to be. And so since 2013, I, I haven't stopped writing since. Um, um, and that was confirmation for me from source, from spirit, from God, this is what he's supposed to be doing. Because everybody that has read that script, especially women, I- have had a story to tell. Hey, I Based mean on what they
1: read. Absolutely. I when I just did the audition for Janice and I was reading it and I was literally coming to tears like, oh my God. Like this is this is real. This is this is life. This is everything that I've talked to talked about with other women who have come on the podcast. It's Part of my life, you know, I've been blessed not to have the violent part of it, but mm-hmm. you bring out a very real piece of it that violence, domestic violence, comes in all forms. It's not always just the physical that is always the last part. If you don't take yourself out of the situation, it it will eventually evolve to that. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Yes. So that's, the and that is it right there. And that's the piece that people don't understand that just because you knew enough to get yourself out of the situation before it got to that, it still is classified as domestic violence. Mental, physical, financial, emotional, it's all classified under there. <laughs> and you and you captured that.
2: Oh, thank you.
1: You, you capture that. And,
2: and that, that was the goal. Um, the goal was to do just that. And without really, like I said, firsthand knowledge would have been even more dynamic than I think not having the firsthand knowledge, but really just diving in mm-hmm. and listening to the stories because she opened up right after, um, she read it. She started telling me all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and that's where you get some of the dialogue from. Um, she's actually, she is Janice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I modeled I definitely modeled that character after her. And she knew it because she was like, I'm Janice,
0: huh?
2: <laughs> 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 and I said, yes, you are. Um, but, you um, today she's back in New Jersey, um, living her best life. Um, having a great time. She's another East Coaster that came out here. Um, she rose to the top of her game real quick um, to, to run a whole department for, for Chase. God for bless us, her. Um, for a couple years. yeah. Did, um, after a few years, you know, she transitioned to a couple other um, businesses and realized Arizona wasn't for her. She went back East and um, she, she's loving it. Uh, and she actually had someone kind of rewrite really the play for her there and they performed it there a couple of years ago I believe
0: mm-hmm.
2: and she changed the title and everything she told me and she said I can have the name and everything so I was, I was grateful for that um, I think the name really fits um, it's yeah. abstract but you know I, I, I believe people will, will pick up on it
1: oh, um, absolutely
2: and, and what it means um, you know so that was it and since then um, I've just been creating original works um, through my own individual study, um, in my office here, I have at least a hundred scripts that somehow found their way into my security guard jacket <laughs> as I was patrolling the major studios during um, you know, my when I put the pen down. Those actually I was writing then too, but you know I, I was using different ways to try to get into the industry, so. Um, and taking care of my family. <laughs> I'm working two full-time jobs, one of my full-time jobs was a security guard. Um, I worked at almost every major studio in Los Angeles as a security guard. Uh, That's what's up. All three ships, so you know, depending on what my day job was, what, you know, my main job was. Um, mm-hmm. And in some cases, that was my main job, you know. Um, I had two, three security jobs at once, you know, once I got out of a cubicle life. So it, it was, I had a crazy up-and-down life, I'm sure, as many people have ever had, you know, and um, it's made me who I am today. i um, very resilient, um, much more focused on, on what I want to do, um, learning the business aspect of what, you know, what I'm doing. Um, but a lot of my writing, um, I, I intentionally add a piece of me in everything. Um, And I think that's the heart that you feel,
0: Mm
2: -hmm. um, the the love and the emotion and the grace, um, which I feel I bring to, you know, everything that I I write um, and hopefully it will translate um, once, you know, the audience sees it. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are other works that I have um, coming out as well uh, that have the same ingredient. You know, I call what I do edutainment.
0: Yes.
2: You know, I'm not, I wasn't put on the planet to just keep people smiling and laughing. You know, I was put on the planet to educate, um, to re- help realign us, you know, with who we really are. And if that's through a story, then so be it. You know, the ancients did it through yes. um, proverbs and, and through telling stories as well, the yes. oral tradition of our ancestors. So that's, I'm just in that line. It's just this medium that I'm. Technology. That's that's what it is. I'm in, I'm in that line of the griot and, and the writer and the storyteller and the, and the tradition bearer. You know, um, I feel that that's what I'm here to do. You know, and hopefully as I continue to align with my you know myself in that manner, that it, it really translate through my art.
1: It it is. It really is because I, I have to say if. Uh, your writing is anything compared to what this is. You're honestly speaking into the universe. Continue to speak it into the universe. is nothing but greatness, and it's just going to soar, because I can definitely feel the energy, the the emotion that is in your writing, and I'm, you know, and I I did read it in. Honestly, I did read it and I'm like, oh my God, this is like it. This is every woman, every individual that I've talked to, this is encapsulated in this story and it's amazing. So if all the other pieces that you have uh, resembles this, it's nothing but greatness. You just got to keep hustling and put it in the right hands, right? (laughs)
2: Right, you know, that's beautiful, I appreciate that, and you know, I, <clears throat> breaking into Hollywood um, is not, it. that was once a dream of mine, um, but as I, you know, got older, matured a little more, children got older, I decided, you know, being an employee is not what I want to do, and, and writing on staff, and um, being beholden to a studio, or you know, um, under the rule of an EP, you know, that I said, "Ah, you know what? I'm a little more independent than that. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I'm striving now to, um, create my own as far as my own television network, uh, where I have total control, um, and putting out the work that I want to put out Mm
0: -hmm. when
2: I want to put it out. Um, how I want to put it on—it doesn't matter. Like you know, so I, you know, I want to actually, you know, put my business plan in the hand of an investor and just say, "Hey, trust me." Right. What I'm putting down, you know, people ain't gonna be able to smell what your name is cooking. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. So, like, yes. You know, you, know, you know. and that's I, you know, I, 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 want to, you know, I have the ability to sell a dream, sell a, sell an idea. And I know that, you know, this will translate. I know it will translate. And I know by me being controlled by creating Mosaic Entertainment Group, which is my production company, mm-hmm. it's just that. It's, it's a spiritual head, which is the mosaic. Um, yeah, the entertainment aspect of it, but there's also an, an edutainment aspect of it where you learn something. Yes. And the goal is for you to learn something about yourself. Yes. Not about the world around you. Not about the people next to you.
1: But about you. Right. Where, where
2: do you see yourself in the data?
1: That is that. That's it right there. But you know what? I I want to say that this is. I know it's crazy to say, but this is like the prime time to even put that into motion. Only because everything that we are talking about these days is about inclusiveness and diversity and increasing. The, the look of the black and brown community and getting the black and brown community out there and being understood and respected, right, on all levels. So Absolutely. taking that, which Tyler Perry already started, taking it and, and and elevating it, I think it's just going to continue to, to push and soar and you're going to see that this is, a great time to, to put that out there.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, as we see, Hollywood is losing its, its, uh, its grip. Mm -hmm. Um, People are are all over the world deciding to write their own narratives. So we're going to see an explosion of creativity. Like we've never seen, you know what I mean? Because, you know, things are, 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 evolving. Things are changing rapidly, you know, aside from the COVID and things like that. When you look at society as itself, in itself, man, just globally, all the upheavals, everything, people are seeking to know the truth and are tired of being lied to, are tired of being controlled, are tired of being manipulated. Um, And, you know, what goes up must come down.
0: Mm -hmm. What
2: goes down must come back around again, where it all began. And that's where we are. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So everything is going right back to the beginning and we're seeing that's why what you said is so pivotal, because what we're seeing is the decay of the old and the end of the new and the beginning of the new. We're right at the precipice of that. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of having been living in it for a few centuries, we're at the beginning of it. So <laughs> you know mm-hmm. hopefully we'll come back if you believe in you know regeneration we'll come back where we're living in you know this particular age but i think it's an absolute blessing to be part of the beginning of this explosion you know of you know think about it a hundred years ago was the harlem renaissance where you had this explosion of, of artistic yes. and, and intellectual genius from the black and brown community yes. where all of this art was just coming out especially the black and Right. Oh yes. And we had such a story to tell, and we mm. were telling it,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, despite the lynchings, <clears throat> despite the hangings and the lynchings and everything that was going on at that time, we were exuberantly soaring through the cosmos, I like to say. Yes. Uh, and with still the words of, of our elders, you know, I still quote Langston Hughes, I still quote County, County Color. Yes. Um, you know, and so many others. You know, that come out of that tradition.
0: Nikki Giovanni. And just going back
2: through that time, but we're in the age of Aquarius now, so so we're we're in the age of knowing. Yes. And so it's a whole, whole different ballgame.
1: Yes, and which is you know, it's funny because you you talked about how you always wanted to be in the industry since you were a kid, and you I want to say were very blessed to have a parent that fed that knowledge, fed that that desire for you. Um, so I commend your mom. I mean, that was amazing for her because not everyone had that opportunity. And I'm just going to speak for self. I did not have that opportunity. Um, so, you know, when you when you speak about that now at 45. I'm coming into that part of me that I had regressed for so long because it was one of those things. No, you're going to get a job that's going to make money to to, to make you um, successful and, and do those things. So now I'm looking at life like, you know, hey, I can do this. Who says I can't? So now I'm doing the reverse of that <laughs> and putting myself out there <laughs> and doing that. So hearing your story and, you know, your continued strive is something that I, I want to share with the community because it's that resilience and that desire that I see what I want and I'm going to go for it because it's in me and I'm going to keep going.
2: Right. And what, what people need to remember and realize when they're on this journey is that it's not going to always be clear. You right. Know? it's not going to always, it's not like you have this yellow brick road laid in front of you that says, follow this path.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it looks like that at the beginning, but then that road turns, and then there may be uh, a five-foot gap between the road and the next part of the road that you got to continue, so you got to find a way to leap over that mud Right. Um, and you may have to find a. Sometimes you may have to stop and lay down and wait for that piece to come together on its own. Before you can continue. So it all, it, it's a, it's truly a journey. And, um, you just get to these points where you, you know, you, you, um, achieve something and, you know, you celebrate it. But I have a hard time, literally, like, celebrating.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I acknowledge something and then because I don't feel like it's done. So I, that's why I keep going. But for the audience, you know, um, Yeah, my mom was very, um, she just supported me, whatever I wanted to do. Um, She said, hey, that's what you want to do. You know, she wasn't a rich woman by any stretch of the imagination. You know, she had a dream, too. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Um, You know, that, and I believe that kind of um, propelled her when she saw I had that desire. Um, She never put it in me to, you know, some parents pressure their children, you know, you know, oh I think you can do this, so I'm gonna put you in this and, and see what you you know.
0: Mm-hmm. and
2: if the child says, ah, it's not what I want to do, the parent forces them, this down the third. That wasn't you know, my mother was a country girl. <laughs> so everything was plain, you know, very plain. You know what I mean? But she was intelligent. Mm-hmm. You know, moms had the best jobs. She came to the city and got the good city jobs, the good state jobs, <laughs> <so, laughs> you know, I didn't want for much as a child, that's for sure. Um You know, I lived in the projects, but I wasn't of the projects.
1: Hey, say that again.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I lived in the projects, but I was not of the projects at all. That's why I always felt different. And I saw my friends become the projects. They were of the projects, some Mm -hmm. of them. Um, But a majority of us, you know, even at that time, as we talked about the generations earlier, Mm -hmm. um, I didn't have my natural father in the house. But a lot of my friends did, you know, some, most of my friends had their dads in the home and, and they were, these were men who went out to work every day. So I would see Mr. Such-and-such, Mr. And Such-and-such, Mr. And Such-and-such. And such. We still lived at that time because we're the children of the children of the uh, civil rights zone. Right.
0: So, you
2: know, we still had that connection. We still had that,
0: mm-hmm. you know?
2: and that's why most of us are, are successful today. Most of us are very successful today. Entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. um, we're... If we're professionals. We're very high in our in our profession. Yes, um, and we all come from shoot 'em up, bang bang. Yes,
0: you know, crack
2: bond, the streets. But our parents was putting it down, and they we didn't realize it at the time. We just saw moms and you know, moms going to work. We we didn't mm-hmm. see that they were laying the foundation for us until you know, a lot of us started having kids. You know, a few years out of high school. So right. Right. And, and that's that's when the lessons was solidified. But yeah, you know, mom's she just supported whatever I wanted to do, yeah, I wanted to do this. Funny story, I have a photo this day of me at three years old, uh-huh. black and white, and I'm looking up. And I remember asking my mother years ago, uh my mom passed, um, in twenty ten oh, Sorry, uh, the rest or so uh due to bone cancer. Mm, um but as a child, I asked her. I said, "Mom, uh, what, what's, what was up with this picture? Uh, what was I looking at?" And She gave me a smile. Little did I know, my mother did try to put me in the industry.
0: Mm-hmm. As
2: a, as a, I was a toddler. I was about three. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, "I took you to an audition. This is the photo from the audition, and you we are looking up at Bill Cosby." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, turns out, uh, yes, my mother took me to a Jell-O pudding pop <laughs> audition. We're talking, 74.
0: Yes! Oh, my he gosh. He had
2: the big beard, and he had the big beard, and the Jell-O pudding pops, and <laughs> he had a thing that wanted to meet everybody. Years later, I wound up auditioning for the coffee show. It's funny. Several, <laughs> several times, but <laughs> as a child, you know, he was, you know, what a man, black man, looked like in the 60s and 70s. He mm-hmm. had a beard, he had a bow. But my mother said, I was so frightened of <laughs> this man with this big, huge beard. I think it was, she said it was the beard. I think that frightened me. And I just started crying. And I was, she was like, I don't know, let me take the boy out of here. In that mind. <laughs> anyway, <so> <laughs> 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 I wasn't like Rodney Allen you know, I wasn't like that guy. He was ready. I was age, but I, I wasn't ready, you know, but um, so I, did, I thought that was a funny story. That is. Story.
0: That... Yeah, I mean, I, yeah,
2: so I still got that picture to this day, you know, and I told my kids and everybody laughs at me. Um, and it's interesting because they can look back on YouTube now and see some of my work. My youngest son came downstairs and was like, "Why are you telling me? About? This is last week. He was like, "You was on that show. I look just like you." And I was like, "What show are you talking about, man?" And he showed me it was the last work that I did in 1994 um,
0: for Tia. And oh, I
2: was. Yep, yeah, I was. They found it on YouTube. My sister actually found it and sent it to my older son. <laughs> and my older son sent it to my his, his brother, and he came downstairs like, "What?" So it's good to it's good to that they can look back, and, you know. See, that when I was a youngster, that mm-hmm. I was actually being you know, productive, you know what I mean? I was actually doing stuff that people still marvel at, you know? And to me, it was nothing. I'm like, yeah, hey, you know, it was nothing, you know? <laughs> right, right. I stand in front of a camera and perform. That was nothing. I, was even, you know, I took it like that. You know, I didn't take it as something big, but to them and to other people, it was like, wow, you did this. And, you know, my friends would see me on the street. Yo! Was you in such and such? I thought I saw you such and such. Is that you? And I'm like, well, yeah, that was me. Oh, man, yeah, that's all that. Man. Hey, man, how would you do that? That's you. And I'm sitting there like uh, You're an agent. Thank you. You want this shit? <sighs> get the job. You know, that, that, it was, but, you know, that's how I always think it, man. So it's, that's my story.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that is an amazing story because, first of all, not a lot of people have that opportunity, and the fact that you took that opportunity and you continue to soar and rebuild and one thing that we we really want to share is that as you hear your story, you hear that you broke down, rebuild it, broke down, you still remained on that same journey. You still remained on that goal. You just changed the path you took to get there. You just changed how it looked a little bit, but the end goal is still the same. And that's the piece that a lot of youth don't get. They they feel that, and we were talking about this just before we started, right? That if it doesn't work out the way they see it, that it was supposed to work out then they just toss the plan all together then it's not for me it's not for me i got to do something else instead of yeah they, quit right away. yeah they quit. And that is something that i really want to to share with the community and that's why i said talking with you that day today i mean it it just continues to resonate that that tenacity and perseverance is what is going to really keep us, keep us relevant, keep us who we are, keep us to our authenticity, right?
2: Yep, believe in yourself. Like, I know it sounds corny and it sounds what a lot of people say, but it is so true. I'm going to tell you, in my darkest, darkest days, working security in the middle of the night, sitting in my van, because I had to use my van as part of my job to drive around and patrol. I'm sitting up at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, wondering what the hell am I doing? Because I was still listening, and this is what I want the audience to really pay attention to. Listen to that voice in the back of your head. Mm Mm-hmm. That is the universe speaking to you. It didn't matter what I was doing, how tired I was, how depressed I was. And yes, I'm a man, but I will say how many tears I've cried. Okay? Because the desire was that strong, but everything in my life was not allowing that desire to come forth. So there will be times where you'll be hanging on by the thinnest thread that you can Hang on by the barest of your tippy, tippy fingertips. But you do not let go. Mm -mm. Do not Mm -mm. let go. If this, if this, this, just as I told Diana, um, you know, told you, Diana, since 12 or 13, I'm 48. Okay raised and and still raising four children, have a grandchild, worked in many corporations. I work in a corporation today. But I never, ever, 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 even when I didn't believe I could do it, stopped because I said, I have to keep trying. I just have to see. I have to see. I I have to. I can't. So I didn't cry to stop.
0: Mm-hmm. I
2: cried to keep going. Yes. I cried because I didn't, want, I didn't want to let it go because I became afraid to let it go because it wouldn't let me go. Right. <laughs> right. If it won't let me go, then that's what I'm supposed to be doing. hmm Okay. All right. Show me the way. It ain't going to always come, like we said not going to come the way you think.
0: No, You know, I
2: never thought, I never thought, I never even thought about podcasts. I didn't think I'd be speaking to you today. I'm trying to be a television writer. I'm trying to be a writer. I didn't, this is another path. Mm
0: -hmm. This is
2: another way. And it's more than me just being a writer. You know, that's just, you know, one of the talents Mm -hmm. I was gifted with. You know, I see beyond that talent and that ability. And that's what I want people to realize, man. It's it's, it's really about you.
1: Yeah. It's about you.
2: It's about you. And if you're the type to just quit, when you say you can't do it, you're absolutely correct. Yep. Yep. And when you say you can, you're absolutely correct.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember growing up as a kid, when we used to say, you can't, my mother used to say, go look it up in the dictionary.
0: Mm.
1: Go look it up. Is it there?
0: Mm.
1: Right? Nope. nope. It's not in there. It's not in there. So why is it part of your vocabulary?
2: That's powerful in itself right there.
1: Mm-hmm. And if you guys uh, know, back then, we had those giant unabridged dictionaries. So I don't know if it was because I got tired of looking for it. I couldn't find it. Or it actually wasn't in there. <laughs> With the red
0: letters,
2: the
1: big, giant, the dictionary. Big, giant the
2: dictionary.
1: Big, dictionary. The big, giant dictionary. Yep. Oh, man. That that unabridged yep. dictionary. It's like, where did you get this thing? Man, that's from, those are the days
2: when we had to go to the library and use reference materials. Yes. They, they, the, don't know, they don't know what that is. They today. have
1: no idea. of The card catalog, you're rifling through, looking for reference numbers. Yep. <laughs> like, you what?
2: Gotta find that number. Then write the number down. Go get the book. Then go find the book. can't find it, go talk to the librarian if you can't find it.
1: That's right. And that was going That's to Grand Army library. Plaza, right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yep, in those days, me, it was, uh, I can't remember the name of the library now, but it was right near Kipps Bay in, in the Bronx.
0: Oh. Yeah, because
2: I was, I was a youngster in uh, in Brooklyn, and I, I left Brooklyn at five, so I would go back in fourth until I was about 10 or 11, and then uh, once I hit those ages, I was like, I don't want to go back, because it started getting real bad, pink houses really started getting back then. Oh, yeah. I
0: don't
2: know yeah, so we stayed out the we stayed out of Brooklyn for a while, we only hit certain parts. But yeah, it was a library I would go to and, and you know, and to even get albums. Yeah. You could actually get albums out the out the library. And I would learn how to break dance and, and sing by getting certain albums until I was able to afford to buy my own albums, which I was actually. Um, I was kinda lucky as a kid, I guess. But <laughs> As a teenager, hey, when you're making TV and commercials, man, I was, I was, I was doing pretty good as a teenager. Yeah, uh, I would say. Yeah. In comparison, you know, I'm buying three hundred dollar leather jackets and gold chains, and all kinds of shoes and boots and sweaters and stuff. You know, but yeah, that that was a time. You know, that was a time. That was a time. Yeah. But now, you know, um, I'm blessed to still be here. You know, mm-hmm. every day I take a breath. I'm, um, I feel good. Um, I'm writing, you know, incessantly. Um, I've journaled almost every day since early 2014. I actually started journaling, yeah, right around that time, 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I actually, in earnest, was journaling back in 03, 04, 05, 06, 07, because I was. I wasn't writing scripts, so what I did was, because I do, and this is another thing for your audience, when I say it's you, you got to really know yourself and um, and do whatever it takes to stay attached to that dream or that goal that you have. I wasn't able to bring myself to write a script, but I told myself in order to become a good writer, I need to write every day. I need to be disciplined. Mm. So the way to do that was journaling. Ah. That was my I started journaling. And I would journal and journal. And sitting at my cubicle at the law firm, I was lucky enough to have my own printer. And because my handwriting is atrocious. <laughs> uh,
1: you <laughs> didn't go to Catholic school, did you?
2: <laughs> no, I did not. I went to the fine public school in New York City. but I didn't go to Catholic school. I I did. Oh man, for sure.
1: With that penmanship.
2: (laughs) Penmanship? They don't know anything about that. Nope. (laughs) That was the actual class. Penmanship. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And I would take my time in penmanship class, but because my mind moved at a thousand miles an hour, so did my hands. so. Mm -hmm. So, and that's how I would just. You know, to this day, my family says, you write like that because you don't want us to read what you write. And I say, <laughs> I say well, yeah, I, I kind of want you out of my head, yeah. But <laughs> at the same time, you know, should I pass away, I would like to this stuff to continue, you know, because who knows how my progeny can learn from, you know, the things that I've been through. Absolutely. Uh, you know, so hopefully, they'll be able to decipher it. I do my best, but when, I, when I'm journaling, I don't. <laughs> Um, but I did spend an entire year typing um, a journal. That was a particularly trying year in my life,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I'm actually um, quite as kept uh, turning that into a book. So, nice. um, uh, yeah, I actually written the outline already,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and you know I'm going to do some stuff with that. So I'm adding author to the. Uh, this will be there my you go. Book.
1: There it goes.
2: Uh, yeah, my first book was a uh, how-to for screenwriters. Uh-huh. Uh on sale now at uh, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. But, uh, yeah. yeah. It's called the uh, Arizona Black Phoenician Writers' Group Guide to Getting to Your First Draft. Mm. Uh,
1: I might have to acquisition so- that.
2: Yes. Yes, it is at the... Actually, you'll be able to purchase a copy. It's, uh, it's also on sale, at hard copy at the AfriSoul.com. Marketplace at the Grassroots Bookstore where we'll be doing the reading next, this this weekend. Okay. So you'll be able to take us a copy there.
1: Awesome.
2: Uh, as well, so um, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing now, so now I'm, you know, just looking to, you know, be my own boss, be my own man, control my own destiny, um, by having total control of my own content,
0: um,
2: mm. uh, and delivering the messages that Um, I feel will feed the community and the world at large um, because our mission is to return the world to the good condition, right? Yes. So um, this is just my effort, you know, to do so.
1: Yeah, and I commend you for that, and I I am blessed to be a part of that. And um, I'm going to just continue... I don't know. You just, again, talking to you just reignites a spark in me because honestly, I really had no idea where I was going to take this new part of my life journey. You know, being a nurse, nurse practitioner, nurse educator, you know, you did all the things, got the degree. I'm finishing the doctorate in nursing practice now. And, um, that's almost done. And I'm like, okay, where are you taking this? So listening to you and having the conversations we've had sparks that creative, that creative part of my right side of my brain um, that I don't, I didn't use, or let's put it this way. I, I suppressed it to do the logical thing that you know, that society says that you're supposed to do because, you know, you're supposed to be a functioning part of society, blah, 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 all that good jazz. Right. 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 So you got to put that, right. You got to be a professional. So I did and am doing that professional piece, but there's so much more that I, I want to, do with it and bring it out to the community and share with the community. And, you know, as I said, there's so many parts to all of us. There's so many layers to us all. And I'm just finding out for myself that there are other parts of me that I put aside to raise the family and build a career. But it's like, now let me use it in a different way. I'm not discounting it. Right, but it, I'm, has its value. It, it has its value. It has its value, but now I want to sh- showcase a different part of who I am, and and bring that creative part of me that I wasn't able to bring to fruition early on in my years. Right, right. so for that, right. I, I appreciate meeting you and building, because you know I, I I always think that relationships that I When I connect to people, they're no longer just passing acquaintances, especially when I find a common thread and they, I mean, forget it. We're, we're just friends. We're lifelong friends. Tell Tiffany, she's just, you know,
2: (laughs) Absolutely. <laughs> right? I love it.
1: You know, we're friends. Tell Tiffany that she's just going to have to set another place for two more people because my husband and I were coming <laughs> over and we're just going to hang. Um, that's that's how that works for me. Um,
0: <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I feel you.
1: You, you guys out there listening don't understand how hard relationships like that are to come by. And when you find people that you resonate with like that, you just continue to build those relationships, especially later on in life like we are. I mean, you're, what, 48? I'm 45. You don't build mm-hmm. relationships like that. And when you can connect with people instantaneously like that and it feels like you're talking to an old friend... That's valuable.
2: That's special. Right. That's truly special. And, and you- there's a cosmic connection there. and That's that's something that, you know, I'm, I'm exploring now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a cosmic connection, you know, and I always, I always treasure it. You know, because like you said, we don't come across these types of, you know, I I'm hundreds of people all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But very few <laughs> Or what I I call those that prick my soul or prick my spirit Mm -hmm. in a positive way, and that's what you've done.
1: Well, thank you.
2: Cosmic connection. So, yes, yeah, yeah, we're friends.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And I, I, like I said, I'm going to get that book. I'm going to support our neighborhood black and brown store, and I'm buying it from the store, not from Amazon. Because I think I give Amazon enough of my money.
2: <laughs> Same here. Same here. So, creating my own Amazon, hopefully.
1: Hopefully, <laughs> please let me know because I am really tired of giving Amazon my money. Um, so I am going to get that because there is a part of my husband that I would love to bring out more. He is such a creative soul. And when you mention your book, it instantly brought to mind that I'm going to get that for him because he has an amazing story to tell and he, he just needs to get it out there. So I, I keep trying to encourage that creative part of him as well. And I think that will be a great start to doing that. So I'm glad you mentioned your book, honestly.
2: Oh, well, absolutely. And I wrote it for people like him. Um, who are even trying to figure out if this is something that they even want to do. So I I put that out there um, pretty fairly early in the book. And it's only about 25 pages, you know, and I have samples and things like that, so it'll help them on this journey.
1: No. Um,
2: But I immediately go into the person's mind and spirit and let them know, um, yes, writing is fun. It's cleansing. It's all of that good stuff but if you want to do this, you have to really decide that this is what you want to do
0: mm-hmm.
2: because it's a process. You're not, you're not going to just sit down and write a script. No. Um, Cause if you think you're going to give that to a producer, he's going to throw it right out the window. If not hit you in the head with it mm-hmm. uh, because it won't be any good trust.
0: Mm-hmm. And i let the
2: read, i let the person know right off the bat, when you read the first few pages, you get that message. Um, because I, I take this seriously, so I want, you know, it's a craft, but I, I want people to, you know, if you're going to really do it. So, yeah, continue to encourage them. But, you know, it's it's, a, it's an endeavor that requires um, work.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I take you through my actual process um, of how I create a script and what worked for me for 20 years um, to be able to turn a, a, a product around pretty quickly. Um but you know the process itself is not instantaneous at all. you know you don't know, you know, and I think that's what intimidates a lot of people because once they explore it a little bit, they realize it's harder than what they thought, and then they're like, eh, I don't want you know I don't you know, do mm-hmm. it, explore it. yeah, know. it's a process, you know, and my favorite part of it is the outline or the treatment process where everything you see written in script form, it's not like that in, in the treatment it's actually written in narrative and it's like a book
0: mm. uh,
2: and that's when you really get to tell the story that's when you really get to see how everything is laid out before you even write a script you know then I suggest software and you know bri- uh, provide samples so it's definitely for someone like your husband
0: those
2: yeah. um, so still seeking those who and for those who have an idea just don't know how to do it
0: mm-hmm.
2: um do offer consultation services um, as well I do have a client that I just finished a third draft on his screenplay mm-hmm. um, and I'll be producing his film um, he wants me to direct it and produce it as well um, nice. I told him he just needs to come with the budget you just come with the budget brother Right. we'll, 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 we'll do whatever you want this is yours you, know, you paid me for the screenplay um, thank you very much Right. Now, you, know, you want this you come with the budget, I'll get the crew together, and we'll make a fantastic film. So I'm about that, too. You know, See? I, mean, I want to be a resource. I'm a resource. Yeah. I want to help. That's what I'm here for. To connect, to help, and to build, expand. That's- you know, so that's why I created my podcast. That's why I created my production company. That's why I'm creating this TV channel. Mm-hmm. I want to be a resource, not only for myself, but for the community, but for those who are seeking my people in particular mm-hmm. but for all who are seeking um, I think that's what I was put here for
0: yeah
1: definitely and I, I'm saying the universe brought us together for a reason for a reason Absolutely. and you know what I'm just going to keep going with that and we're going to keep building with that and I, I don't want to keep you too much longer because you know what I, I can really keep talking to you and keep talking to you Um, because again when you got that energy it just it keeps going and keeps going but I, I do um, plan on having you back um, and hopefully with Tiffany um, because that's another part of the creative piece that um, I think the community would love to hear um, because you talked about the hardships and maintaining a relationship and family and the struggles of, of that, and yet you're still married to this day, that speaks volumes. That speaks volumes. And I'm not going to go into it this time because that'll be another hour and a half conversation. (laughs) 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 That definitely will be another hour and a half conversation. So um, we will set aside some time probably after um, or even in between depending on how your time works. And if you and and Tiffany have uh, time, um, we'll definitely set time and you know, talk about that piece because I think that's valuable. It, it's not seen too much in our black and brown community, um, and you know I'm just going to put it out there in communities as w- all colors, right? True. Because mm-hmm. relationships don't no one puts the time in anymore, and the work yeah. and the work in into relationships and building you know yeah right no one puts the time and work in yeah. it's work um and even for me i my my husband and i have only been married f- it'll be 5 years in june yeah. and um you know Texas, Texas. right Texas. right and and i've been in a 12 14 year relationship before him that was volatile so
0: yeah.
1: you know it's work. That relationship was work, and then having a healthy relationship is work.
2: Yep. Right? It's, it's, uh, it's, a uh, you know, without belaboring, you know, the point, it, it is, it is, um, I, you know, I'll put it this way we've had to come to the point to where, you know, what it does, it helps you become one, mm. you know, um, and it's, you know, selfishness is a lot is I think, one of the biggest reasons why uh, a lot of relationships fail is, you know, especially us as men and even, even some women, you know, we don't know how to really just be honest and be vulnerable and, you know, allow yourself to feel, you know, the emotions that you need to feel. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I cried over this woman, how many times we yelled and screamed and argued and fought and, you know, even separated, you know, within ourselves, you know, from each other, you know, in, in certain ways. But, you know, it, it is where people don't understand love. Love is a decision. Mm. It's not an emotion. You know, when you leave it to emotions, emotions fade.
0: Yes. You know, there are
2: times say you're in and out of love with this person. You know, there are times I'm at super, super highs with her and then super, super lows.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: at the end of the day, that's the woman I chose to marry. And so uh, I don't get to just walk away. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I made a, uh, you know, I, it's my moral it's And mm-hmm. you going to fight for this. You know what I'm saying? And and fighting for it and seeing how long we're going, just 27 years total together and 23 mm-hmm. married. Um, you see, you see, like, wow, you know, we're outlasting so many other people. Yes. And, you know, and the pride that we see and, and how our children handle their relationships, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, My daughter's been with, you know, they may not be legally married, which is, which is fine. It's their choice.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: they uh, have been together since the, uh, they were in high school. And now they're both going to be 27 this year and still raising their daughter and she's the happiest healthiest child and you know so my daughter was the one to have a bunch of boyfriends and in and out of different days they, they value longevity because mm-hmm. that's what they seen. right my son the same since he's been with his girlfriend for seven eight years now mm-hmm. you know since high school you know he's he and they're they're even sticking to it like me and their mom did when i went around and left them here brand new to a state by themselves mm-hmm. for almost six months um while i was finishing school he's he didn't put his relationship in front of his goals you know um and that takes communication that takes understanding he basically told her hey i'm going to school study to be a doctor and that means i'm going away right so if you, you want to hang it's up to you yeah, it's so up north, it's, you know, he goes to NAU. Okay. Um, and my husband you know, goes to NAU. Oh. Amazing. Yep. Yeah. Check that out. So, you know, my my boy's studying, you know, getting his degree in biology and then moving on to study medicine and you know. And but, you know, just the value that he puts in himself, um, volumes. And I know that's because me and his mama inclined and thought. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> scratched our heads and wonder how we were going to feed these little people. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sitting up in the middle of the night freezing my butt off while they're in the bed mm-hmm. you
0: know,
2: And my security guard uniform, you know, cursing life. You know what I mean? And, and, but at the end of the day, when I look at her, you know, and we look at each other, all we can do is smile and say that, yeah, it's a heck of a journey. And you know, and it's not, you know, and we both know it's not peace and cream, it's not all peaches and cream, and, mm-hmm. and it's not mention. you know. Um, I heard a saying that marriage is supposed to grow you. Mm. That's the purpose of marriage, is to grow, is for you to grow as a man and as a woman. Yeah, I can That's see that. That's the purpose. That's the cosmic design of marriage, you know. The world puts the ring and the paperwork and all of that on you, but you know, spirit when, when male and female right, and make a decision that that's who you're gonna be with, man. You know, you just you you stick with that decision, right? And you you want to see what's gonna pan out. If you walk away, you never know, right? You know, what could happen? When you have to stick it out, you know what I'm saying? Fight through it, fight for it, see the beauty in it. You know what I'm saying? If we're not literally we're not beating each other up, right. each other, that's just you know, man. You know, we know we never got that far. it that never physical. You know, it was all emotion and just you know, trying to figure each other out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just learning how to give each other space to grow and you know, and this you know, twenty three years is not an eternity, but it's uh, it's enough to learn a few things and Absolutely. We know each of our lives. A long way to go and you know i'm not going anywhere she's not going anywhere i'm almost 50 and you know, where am i going you know what, what 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 do i need to learn that you know i'm not supposed to learn from being with her or with my relationship with with with, with spirit
0: that mm-hmm. i going to learn anyway exactly know
2: what I mean? so it ain't about you know being in a bunch with a bunch of women and being in and out of relationships mm-hmm. and it's, it's, you're wasting your time. It's about how can being with this one person show me how to grow, yes. to be the best version of myself, and that's what's happening, mm-hmm. and it's happening for her too. She still has things to work out. Um, she, you know, she's still shy and she's still, you know, working certain things out. But that's her journey. I don't judge her on her journey. That's right. her journey.
0: Mm-hmm. You
2: know what I'm saying? You know, our marriage, we together, but we're like pillars, man. You know what I'm saying? Like. I do my thing, you do your thing as far as how our journeys are. So Mm -hmm. we try not to judge each other. Right. And just communicate, 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 communicate. Mm. You have to communicate. Mm -hmm. Brothers, Brothers, you have to talk to your woman. You have to. That's how they operate. So in order to unite it, don't fight it. Don't be angry with it. Don't be mad. No, you you say, okay, this is what is going to make things better. I have to learn how to better communicate. Because if you don't, things get lost in translation. Her emotions go over the place. She's thinking one thing or another. And when it may not be, because no one communicated, you know, all of this confusion happens. So you work, you know, through that where any and everything you go through, it has to be a conversation. (laughs) Yes. You know, and it's a constant, even what I do, you know, to even get to this point to where I feel free enough to really pursue my thing, that's consistent conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this, you know, my goals, you know, my plan. And then what solidifies it is results. I'm meeting people, this is happening, this is happening. And now, because I took the steps that I was afraid to take years ago to be my own man, here I am now. Where she's looking at me like, oh, Aren't you supposed to be doing something? You know, <laughs> So, why well, are you wasting time up here with me? You know? So, and that's beautiful. I was like, Oh, okay. All right. So, that lets me know I was doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And so now it's, I'm watching her and helping her along her journey. And help, so she's trying to figure things out. So, being on even something like this, she'll be nervous to, to even, you know, talk about it. So, I'm just, just telling you, not that, that she wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But she, she's still in that journey of figuring things out for herself where she'll be confident enough to actually you know to, to speak but I'll talk to her for sure because you know you know, people tell me all the time her input is so valuable it really know,
1: is I, it really you know, is she
2: just needs to find her voice mm-hmm. and be able to um, articulate her truth
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, in the same manner and like I said I don't judge her no. That's why I love her I'm
1: not here to judge. Hey, I'm just your
2: husband. Right. <laughs> well, I've been you,
1: playing a role. you can share with her, and and this is totally being transparent. This person that I am today, I was never this person. I was that shy person in the back of the room. I was always the only black person in my class so I never said a word I going through school all my teachers would say she's a good student but she doesn't say anything she doesn't talk she doesn't so they never knew if I could even speak so what is before you even starting this podcast I'm telling you this podcast has been on my soul for so many years, since I started listening to podcasts. And I'm like, I can say that, but I'm like, no, I can't. Who wants to hear that? Who, who, who cares about what I have to say? And I just said, right. And I just said to myself, um, I'm just going to go out there and do it. If I get one person to listen, that is a thousand people to me and so i just keep going and keep going and keep going and it's just mind boggling on how how far how far i've i've come honest and truly That's
0: That's and beautiful.
1: Beautiful. i say that because i from how you describe tiffany i feel like i was tiffany i was that that shy individual that didn't believe in what I had to say and what I had to say had any value to anyone. So, um, I totally get where she is and I hope that she will agree to have at least a conversation, um, with me and, you know, it's just one of those things if she's willing to, I'm, 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 Cool. If not, I totally understand because I've been there.
2: Mm-hmm. I definitely talk to her. You know, she's so powerful. She's so beautiful. You know, she's so strong. You know, mm-hmm. I love like her so much. You know, so I know. I will definitely talk to her. You know.
1: Yeah, and uh, it, it it can be just. It, it's not in it you. You know, it's just us. It's this is this is what it is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <For real? laughs>
1: <laughs> I always That's say I can only show up and be me. <laughs> I can't be anything else. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. You know, I can only show up and be me. And you know, I've been so many other people for so long. It it feels amazing to just be me.
2: Yes,
1: it does. It's you does. know. So, again, I thank you, and I look forward to our next conversation. Um, I would definitely see you on tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, definitely. You so much, You're welcome. You're welcome. And we will uh, definitely set aside a time. Oh my gosh. We set aside so much time. It it was just, we continued our conversation outside of this. So um, yes. And you guys got a glimpse of a little bit of our conversation. Because as you heard, we kind of trailed off on a tangent a couple of times and uh, talked about Business and things like that. So, which for me, for the authenticity of the podcast and what I'm putting out there, I don't mind that because it shows into the creative mind of each individual that I have on the show and and the person that I am. So welcome into my mind as I build and continue to build and build on up upon this podcast and things in the world that I'm doing outside so thank you so much for being a part of the Soul Tribe thank you Jermaine for you know coming on and sharing your story and I look forward to having both you and Tiffany on in the future um, should she agree to join us And also um, just putting good edutainment, as you said, right? Edutainment out there because we need that. Um, And we have some people that are doing that. But you know what? I would love to be on that bandwagon and I appreciate you for inviting me to be a part of what you are creating. And I hope to be a part of other projects in the near future. Um, And that can be on and off the stage I'm all for it because you know what like I said you are my brother you are my friend and that's what we do so we got this so with that I'm going to say thank you thank you thank you again for being a part thank you for you guys out there for joining us on our conversation and I look forward so much to hearing feedback from everyone about the episodes so with that you can reach me at dc the soulful eclectic that's my email. You can reach me on Facebook dc soulful eclectic and also Instagram i am the.soulfuleclectic.com or excuse me there's no .com with um, Instagram but definitely let us know because there's so much creativity out there so much that we are all doing to to lift our community. I would love to hear back from the community. So send in love and light your way and uh, look into each other, look on each other, look into yourself, take care of yourself. Self-care is not selfish. And I challenge you to take care of yourself before you keep pouring into others. So with that, I say namaste. Thank you.